On today's episode of The Breakaway, Armando Boteo, our Spanish play-by-play broadcaster that you listen to on uh, 40.2 on the SAP or on the Spanish broadcast on the Fox 40 app or fox40.com. He joins us to talk about last night's match, what starting 11 he thinks we might see on Saturday, and his thoughts on the season so far. That's all coming up on today's episode of The Breakaway. Visit our friends at VJB Cellars in the heart of the Sonoma Valley and feel as though you've stepped into an Italian piazza. Taste award-winning Italian varietals, enjoy authentic wood-fired pizzas, and finish your visit with a scoop of gelato. A perfect way to spend your day and only a quick 90-minute drive from Sacramento to a slice of Italy in the Sonoma wine country. Visit VJBCellars.com or give us a call to plan your visit today. Grow your business with Citizens Business Bank. Since 1974, Citizens Business Bank has created banking relationships by focusing on their customers and helping them achieve more for their businesses, their employees, and the communities they serve. Choose a team that can help you achieve your goals by visiting cbbank.com to learn more. Citizens Business Bank, member FDIC. At Oak Grove Charter School, our students chase their dreams. Student advance at their own pace. EGCS offers flexible schedules, small class sizes, and accelerated learning in a fully accredited learning environment. We help students balance their academic goals while pursuing their passions in club sports, performing arts, entrepreneurship, and much, much more. Elk Grove Charter School is now enrolling. Learn more by going to egcs.egusd.net or give us a call at 916-714-1653. We're confident our students will astound you. All right, let's do it. Welcome to The Breakaway, a Sacramento Republic podcast. Banded in the box! Unbelievable strike! My goodness, what a defensive play! Half the crowd can't even believe it! All right, joining us on the podcast today, the legendary Spanish broadcaster. He's... uh, Calls the game in Spanish. You got to check him out. Armando Boteo is here. Armando, thanks for coming in. Good to see you. Good times to talk right after a win yesterday. Oh, yes, definitely. That's the best time because otherwise we probably be very sad here. <laughs> <laughs> right, especially in an Open Cup loss. Uh, but the boys pulled it out late. We were just talking about it before we recorded. Thank goodness they didn't have to go into extra time. 30 more minutes on these guys' legs and a tough situation. The longest travel um, of the year to RGV on the road, a full day of travel today. Um, so good to get the win in 90. In the very, very last minute of the game. So, yeah, I think that's going to help quite a bit. And one of the things I think is fascinating, too, about watching last night's game. By the way, Central Valley, very impressed by them. They're going to be a top League One team. Um, I mean, Sacramento had multiple chances, but but that's a team right there. They They had a good counter. They knew that that was their game plan, and executed to a certain extent and their goalkeeper had a fantastic night the goalkeeper was really worth a <laughs> worth yeah. a trip to sacramento yeah absolutely i want to ask you because you've obviously called all the games on uh on fox 40.2 um you can catch the the, the games in spanish on the app on fox40.com but what has been your impression so far of the republic this season i think it's been a totally turnaround from last from last game from from last season uh, um, the players are really into into the game. They are trying their best. They're, uh, uh, the excitement that I see in the players this year is incredible, especially in the last couple of weeks. We saw that, that um, s- segment, I guess, on Saturday against Orange County. It was Keko to Roro on that right side near the camera. was some of the most beautiful soccer we've seen in a long time. I know we didn't score out of it, but it has to just excite you, and it excites me. 
seeing some of those incredible plays made. I mean, even yesterday, some touches. Um, it, it just feels like it, this is a young team as far as not having much experience together. But you do see glimpses of them figuring it out and getting on the same page. Exactly. You you see them working as a team. You see this uh, as, a, as an engine that is putting together the plays from the very beginning, from way back from the other side, including even the goalies. Uh, yeah. The goalies are being very uh, accurate in their passes uh, to the other side of the of the field. What do you think has been Sacramento's strongest um, point so far this year? As far as you think it's the attack, is it the midfielders, is it the defense? What, is you, what has been impressing to you? I think it's a combination of everything, but it's the tenacity. Mm. I see uh, a lot, they're, they're just fearless. I mean, they they go trying to, to make that shot whereas before they were very uh, careful about uh, waiting for the perfect shot and now they're just shooting 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 and eventually you're you're going to score and we've had some in yeah last night's goal roro to dan casey dan casey with a little tap in it just feels like uh that we haven't scratched the surface or we have scratched the surface a little bit but not completely on what this team can create in the attack there's so many weapons the depth which we've talked about on this podcast a lot, is impressive. But are there guys that you, I mean, Dami Vieter, who's, who's been so big the past two matches, came off the bench last night. Came out of nowhere. <laughs> Truly, yeah, because, you know, we, we signed him. He we was kind of gone for a little bit, dealing with some visa stuff, as many guys have. Come back. I mean, he's been really, really good. But what guys specifically or a few guys have been impressive to you so far? I think he's one of them uh, on the defensive end. I think every everybody on the defensive end, it's been very, very impressive to me, uh, especially well, all the, the new guys. And uh, uh, um, overall, I think, it's, like I said, it's a, it's a team effort. Rodrigo Lopez is like a, a brand new player also, if you compare him to the last couple of seasons uh, or two seasons ago. Uh, he's so vibrant. He's, he's a leader now, a complete leader of the team. He has taken over. Um, it's, it's just a very exciting team to watch. It is exciting, and he is an absolute creator. Roro's been unbelievable. By the way, he's got just ice in his veins from the spot. I mean, he, he's when you, he steps up for a penalty, um, there's very little doubt in your mind, which I think is uh, is always a good thing, too. The, uh, the, the defense, like you mentioned, has been very, very good, and I think one of the things that has been so impressive, not only with the defense, is the outside backs, the wing backs, uh, Jacker, Duke Lucroix, and their ability to not only go forward and be in the attack. I know we, Jackers almost had a couple goals with some of his longer strikes. Duke's got three on the year. But their ability and their speed to track back. I mean, Jack Gerd last night did it multiple times, having to sprint back in the counter and make a tackle and get the ball back. And that combined with the midfielders tracking back and making plays in the defensive end, getting interceptions, um, you know, tackles from behind. I think... That's what has bode well so much from the defense and the back line. I mean, Lee Desmond and Dan Casey have been so good. But what have you seen from that group that you think has been so impressive? I think uh, the cohesiveness, like, mm. you, like you said, every, everything has to start from back then. And I think before, the, the Republic used to have a really hard time getting the, the, the ball past midfield. Um, and a lot of the plays would stop there, two or three touches, and the, the, they would lose the ball. And this time, this year, uh, in most of the games, in most of the plays, they've been able to to break through and to bring it over to the other side. Well, they've been swarming too in the when, in the press. They've they've started to figure out. It seems like when to go, when not to go on the press. 
Um, and they have this swarming ability to when the other team gets the ball, they did it basically the whole first half last night. And they've done it. They did it against Orange County in the first half uh, last Saturday, where they give up the ball, they swarm, and they quickly get it back, and now they're back on in, in the attack. And I think that's something that's only going to get better as they start to learn and get to know each other even more on the field. And I think that's one of the, as you mentioned earlier, the exciting nature of this team is that ability to press and put pressure on the goalkeeper on the back line of the opposing team, quickly get the ball back, and then have another opportunity to score. Very fast, yes. And it's also a very fast team as compared to some of the other teams that we have played so far this year. I wonder, too, I mean, we've seen so many guys on the wings, like Keko, we've seen Zico Lewis. Um, is there one guy that you are, have been most impressed with in the, in the attack going forward? Is it Dougie, Keko? What guy has jumped out to you as being impressive? I think Keko. Yeah. I think Keko is the most uh, accurate, and he's fearless. He's uh, fast. Uh, he has a lot of abilities. He has a lot of uh, side movements. Etc. I think I, I, I'm beginning to really, really like and pay a lot of the attention to him. Well, and, and the Orange County match, he, he has really great presence in the box where he doesn't panic, feel like he has to get a shot off. He's pretty calm. He's very comfortable in the box and an opportunity to try and score. And I think that's one of the things that is so awesome. But it was what I felt like, like past years, if we got in the box, we'd start panicking. And you can see it from his perspective and really – a lot of the guys, because it's kind of a, a something that is a domino effect. One guy gets calm in the box, and everybody is. Um, and he has this ability to just relax, and I'm going to try and make some moves. And we've, we've seen it from multiple guys. A couple times last night, it was like we were had Central Valley players were trying to slide in left and right, and we would make moves. I mean, Emil Cuello had an unbelievable meg in the middle of the field, and we were in the counter. So, um, But that calmness in the box, it is so important, and we've seen it from Keko. He hasn't... Um, like Saturday, even get a goal out of it, but you can see it. It puts the pressure on the defense in a different way. Exactly. I think, um, like I said, everything starts from the from the other end, and uh, we've seen some very very good plays. I think everything is coming together, and we're only what in our sixth game of the season yeah. plus the uh, Open Cup games. Um, it's 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 very remarkable the change of the of the of the team for this year. We found out this morning uh, Sacramento will be hosting Phoenix Rising in the next round of the U.S. Open Cup. Uh, we will find out what day and time that's coming out. I imagine it'll be in a couple weeks, uh, which will be exciting. And then if they win that game, I imagine they will have an MLS team. So it'll be, it's going to be a lot of fun. This is one of the reasons why the Open Cup is so awesome. I can't wait. And it already happened. A couple of MLS teams were yeah. defeated. Yeah, so. Union Omaha knocked one off. Chicago Fire, which was a great game. I think that was on Tuesday night. Um, there was one other one I'm, I'm missing right now. Oh, Columbus. Columbus got upset by Detroit City. Right. Um, so that's always – that was on – both those games were on Tuesday. But let's let's talk about Saturday night. So Sacramento, like we mentioned, this is the l toughest week so far as far as games, three, ga three games in eight days. And at the end of this trip, right, is the RGV trip, which is the dreaded travel. That's today. Um, coming off again, one of the reasons we mentioned why finishing in a 90 was so important last night. I want to ask you and see what your thoughts are on if you think – the starting 11 will remain the same for this third game in eight days. Do we see any changes? We saw Dougie Martinez come off of pretty much the 60th minute last night. I would imagine that's to preserve him for Saturday. But are there any other, any other changes you, you think we might see made? Uh, I don't want <laughs> to step, step into Coach Briggs' uh, toes, but uh, I, I wouldn't be surprised if we, if we see a couple of them. I really couldn't tell you exactly 
exactly whom, but uh, but Martinez would probably be one of the starters. I'm I'm almost sure of that. Yeah, now that he took some rest, like you said, after the 68th minute, right. um, I I can't think of anybody. I mean, I think there's a possibility, right? We could see Connor Donovan swap in. He was coming in uh, in the 90 plus minute last night, just to kind of time waste um, as uh, in stoppage time. But uh, I think we could see him start. Um, for either Dan Casey or Lee Desmond. I think the wings, um, or I should say the, the right back, left back. Faraday Sosa's been very good this year. I think it's an opportunity to see him back in the lineup, maybe give Jer- Jacker or, or uh, Duke Lacroix a rest. Uh, Dami, I think we could see start. I mean, I think that's what's great about this team is there's a lot of options. When you bring in guys who theoretically aren't in the starting lineup, it's not like it's a massive drop-off. It's, it's maybe not even a drop-off at all. Um, in the midfield, we didn't see Nick Ross last night. We could see him for Saturday. Mm-hmm. Um, Luis Felipe, who was very good last night, I think he's, and we, we could talk about him a little bit more, but he has been really aggressive in the press for Sacramento and the ability to get ball back. But um, I think those may be some of the changes in the midfield. We might see Keko get a rest. Who knows? But that's what's so great about this team, right, Armando? Cuello might, yeah, might get go. more minutes, that's a good probably. Point. But there's, there's so many options for Sacramento to, in the 11 to go against an RGV team who um, – you know, probably a little bit of a down year this year compared to last year. They lost their best player in Roro to us. Roro's return. Right. Um, we, do we see maybe Roro gets a rest? I mean, he's he's played pretty much. I guess he came off a little bit early last night. Did he? No. No. No, he didn't. No, he didn't. no not at all. I think I should know that. I, 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 <laughs> After the penalty <laughs> kick. <laughs> Duh. Right. Yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, I just we, we might see maybe we see him get a rest. I, that's the thing is, who knows. That's that's the beauty of this team that there's always like like Coach Briggs said uh, the other day uh, that there's always somebody behind a, a player that he has full trust in. Yeah. So and, and Luther Arshamed, who's start started on exactly. uh, against Orange County, um, didn't get a goal, but definitely made his presence felt. Uh, came on came up came on for uh, Dougie in the 60th minute last night, so we could see him Saturday. I think there's a lot of options for this team for. Um, I mean, overall, do you do you feel Sacramento is they? You've seen them compete against a lot of these teams. Let's say the, let's take the two games that they haven't gotten three points and put those in a separate pot. Let's talk about that, like the Orange County game and the San Diego game. Both of those matches felt like matches Sacramento could win, especially in the second half against San Diego. How do you think that Sacramento matches up against two of those teams that they've not necessarily played all that well against, not gotten wins against, but teams that are you know, top in the Western Conference as far as the talent level. I think that the San Diego, if that if that game was to be played now, I think Sa- Sacramento would be mm. w- would come out as a winner. I think Sa- Sacramento has improved so much in those few weeks uh, that it should be able to take uh, San Diego. Um, as far as the Orange County, you know, we've always played, uh, or they always play tough. Orange yeah. County has always been really tough against Sacramento, especially over there. So um, I don't know. I I think it's a it's a coin flip still for me. Well, and you'll take a draw down there too. That's a tough yeah, place to that's play. Yeah, yeah, that's even. <laughs> it's a good place to get a point, no doubt about it. And um, if you can get three points on Saturday against RGV, this is a very successful week, and that's what's that's what's great about. It. I think even if you get one point, I think you'd still take it because. Uh, you got the win in the Open Cup. If you weigh the odds of what's the most important in the week, 
nobody's going to say this on the on the first team or the coaching staff. But the Open Cup is a big deal. You want to win that game, move into uh, move into the next round. Um, finally, I'll, we'll let you go here in a sec. What are your you, you feel? How do you feel Sacramento stacking up so far? The teams you're seeing in the Western Conference that have played against Sacramento. Do you think they're one of the top tier teams in the Western Conference so far? Definitely, I I would put Sacramento probably in the top three or four. What do you what, what Phoenix probably up there? Um, New Mexico maybe. Phoenix, New Mexico, um, San Diego maybe. I don't know. Um, They're good. Even, uh, I would put them more okay. or less even with Sacramento. Okay. And uh, some of the teams from last year, I, I, you know, they've changed so much. I mean, El Paso was right. It's <laughs> really gone down this year, and some of the other ones. But uh, but yeah, Phoenix definitely would be would be a tough match for Sacramento. And it's going to be a good time to see him in the Open Cup, uh, and that'll likely be in a few weeks. We'll find out the date here. Uh, I'm, assu- I'm assuming we'll probably find out it tomorrow. We might even find out by the time this comes out. Who knows? But I, I think I heard that it's going to be the around the 7th or 8th of May, something like that. 7th and 8th of May. Let's check that. One, one of those two days. I'm not exactly sure. Oh, a weekend game. That's a weekend. That's a Saturday. Oh, then I'm wrong. <laughs> it's, a, it's a weekday, right? I think yes, it, it's a weekday. I think it's I had the following uh, Tuesday or Wednesday. Of yeah, I think the it's following the week. I think the 11th is what we're aiming for. So May right, 11th. Right. Um, which is about three weeks away. So should be a lot of fun. I can't wait for the uh, next round of the Open Cup. You'll be on the call on Saturday night against RGV. Yes, we will. Uh, mm. On Fox40.com. En Espanol. And es- that's right, in <laughs> Espanol. The, the, the best call, right? There, we've got to listen to Armando, and I'm assuming Milt Moreno will also be on the call with Milt you. Milt Moreno, Saturday. yes. Uh-huh. Two of the best. Uh, thank you so much. And, guys, like I mentioned, listen to these guys uh, in Spanish on Saturday night. Fox40.2. Hit the SAP button um, if you go to Fox40.com. Pick the Spanish uh, broadcast. You can listen to them as well there. Armando, thanks for coming and joining us, man. It's a pleasure, man. Our thanks to Armando Boteo for jumping on the podcast. He will be on the call this Saturday night as the Republic FC head to RGV to take on the Toros in a big match. Three games in eight days. We just talked about it. Should be a good one. A 5.30 kick. Again, 5.30 because of the time change. So that will be uh, on the Fox 40 News app, fox40.com slash RepublicFC. You can choose the English or the Spanish channel. Of course, on 40.2, if you hit the SAP button, you can listen to that on Spanish as well. We will see you next Saturday back home. Hopefully, we can keep the win streak going at home against Las Vegas Lights. You can grab your tickets, sacrepublicfc.com slash tickets. And then the Open Cup match was announced we will host Phoenix Rising in the fourth round. That is going to be on May 11th at 7.30 kick, um, which should be a fascinating and very fun match. Got to love the Open Cup so far. We thank you for your support of this podcast. And as always, Co-Republic!